0: Hey, hey Brown, brown beauties. beauties, welcome to Living Inflammation Free with me and Robinson, your functional nutrition health coach. And I'm Akila Harvey. We are your mother-daughter hosts bringing two different generations together bi-weekly to give you easy, actionable steps to help rid your body of chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation is the root cause of many health issues in our community and it's running rampant.
1: Living inflammation free is about creating the future life you want to have to live happy, healthy, and full of energy. It's about releasing fear so you'll never have to worry about doctor's visits. We teach you how to live with choosing food choices without compromising the taste. We provide you with science-based information to help eliminate chronic inflammation through nutrition and
0: lifestyle. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy Israel. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Or should I say do the Madeo one? No. No, no, Can't do that one. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Welcome to the second Living Inflammation Free Podcast we are here we are here so this is the second one with the new name although this is about the 74th one altogether so but we're we're happy to be here so what's been going on Akila oh you know making the dream a reality child <laughs> okay.
1: All right, Making... Just just working and living and plotting and planning in the top of 2023. So
0: Yeah, we're in 2020. Setting some
1: intentions and things. Good Not stuff. a resolution, an intention.
0: Yeah, it's I was difference. Yeah, because you know, resolutions are made to be broken. <laughs> so I think intentions are a little bit better, you know, from my standpoint. I just think we'll do a lot better with intentions. Um but Let's uh, talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. So today, we're going to go back to the beginning. There is so much misinformation out there. It can be so confusing. So we're going to kind of cut through the noise and give you some actionable steps on how you can help rid your body of chronic inflammation. And when we come back, we're going to discuss ways and how to do that. And we're also going to talk about the difference in different kinds of inflammation. I want to make sure you guys understand what inflammation is because some inflammation is good inflammation and there, and then there is what is called the chronic inflammation. So what we're really, really focusing on in this podcast and on YouTube is chronic inflammation. So when we come back, we're going to discuss the differences, the distinct differences between the two and how your body reacts to them. So we'll be right back. Brown Women Wellness' mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, Functional Nutrition Wellness Coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. All right, we're back. So we want to talk about the two different kinds of inflammation. Most people don't know because I didn't know either, but I want you guys to understand that there are two different kinds. We got this acute inflammation Uh, where it's like a healthier part of your immune response because, uh, and then we got the unhealthy chronic inflammation, which is associated with disease. So acute inflammation only lasts a couple of days. So let me give you an example of acute inflammation. You know how when you cut your finger Mm
1: -hmm. and you
0: bleed, you know, then it heals itself? That's Mm -hmm. acute inflammation. You need that kind of inflammation in order to heal. So that's the kind that, it usually lasts a couple of days, sometimes depending upon the injury. It could be a couple of weeks. Whereas chronic inflammation is that kind of inflammation that you don't even know you got it. It's just there. And it and it could last for years. It starts festering in your body, but you have no idea, you know, that it's there. But how do you know if you have chronic inflammation? That's what we want to talk about. Because mm. there are some warning signs because that inflammation is silent. You really don't know what's happening, so, uh, so here we're going to give you six things so that you can kind of figure out if you have it, and this is chronic, chronic inflammation. The very first one is memory. <laughs> I guess we all got it there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but research has shown that when the brain is inflamed, the memory formation suffers. So, unfortunately, many people start to believe that scattered thoughts and trouble focusing are an inevitable part of aging because that's what I thought. I thought, okay, I'm just getting older, so I can't remember. You know, you go in the kitchen, can't remember what you went in the kitchen for, that kind of thing. But it's not. Silent Silent inflammation is likely the culprit for your memory being impaired because it's affecting your brain. So, that's one sign. The other one is cholesterol imbalances. So if you go to the doctor, you know, they give you a test. They always test your cholesterol levels. More often than not, you'll find that, you know, uh, you got to uh, increased production in cholesterol. Well, this is also your body's way of protecting the lining of your blood vessels from damage. So if inflammation kind of triggers when your, increase, when your cholesterol goes up, if it's high, so, again, that's another sign of inflammation. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of CRP. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> so, so that's a little test that you can take. Now, you know, some people if you some people are anal. They want to know a test. They say, look, I want to test my body to see if I'm inflamed. So there's an actual test that you can take, and it's called a CRP test. and it's, uh, it's it, And I think it stands for cardiacs or C-reactive protein. So they check the levels of the proteins in your body that's present to see if you have high levels of inflammation. So that's an actual test that you can actually ask your doctor for. Uh, Most doctors are probably not going to want to give it to you. Uh, A lot of times you're probably going to wind up having to get that test um, with a napropath or some other type doctor, but they do give it. Uh, I actually asked my doctor to give it to me. To see what my level of inflammation was and what mean, kind
1: of is it like a physical test or is blood like a blood? Test? It's in your
0: blood. Oh, okay. So you can just ask for it though, but if you don't ask for it, they're not gonna give it to you. And then there's the obvious one: aches and pains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So silent inflammation creates heightened pain sensitivity in your body. So, you know, where your muscles start feeling sore and stiff, uh, nor more than likely systemic. Inflammation is to blame when you start getting all those feels all in your. You hear it all the time. My knees are cricking and my, my my back hurt, all of that. I can always tell when I'm inflamed because my back is where my inflammation goes first. But not to be confused because if you
1: work out, let's say you just started working out again, that is acute inflammation when your body is reacting yeah, that's to different. muscle, yes. you know, Yes. spasms or whatever the case may be, Yes, um, that's acute. So that's just happening because you're stretching and pulling exactly. and breaking down muscle and all that kind of exactly.
0: stuff. It's not the same kind of inflammation. No. We're talking that silent stuff where you know how you wake up in the morning and all of a sudden you just, or you start walking and all of a sudden you go, what's that? What's that feeling?
1: It hurts. Happens a lot Yeah. To
0: me. <laughs> well, that means that you've got some inflammation in your body, okay? The other sign is on your skin. And now me and Keela can definitely attest to this because we both have eczema. And when we break out with and we see eczema on our skin, we know that we're inflamed. That means something we've done has caused this inflammation in our body, and it's time to cut back. You know, if the if your skin starts looking reddish or itching and flaky, even acne. Acne is a sign of inflammation as well. So if you got those kind of skin issues, then yes, you probably are inflamed. And then last but not least is the digestive discomfort. That good old word that you hear all the time, I don't know if you guys are hearing, it's called the gut microbiome. It's so complex. It's like the second brain. That's where your, everything happens down in your digestive system. So when you start experiencing uh, digestive issues, it usually can be traced to inflammation within the digestive tract. So if you're experiencing any of those six symptoms, you probably have silent inflammation going on. And what we're going to do today though, we're going to give you five easy tips on how to calm some of that inflammation in your body. Uh we don't have we're not advocating and just so you know that everybody go vegan. We're not advocating that everybody cut out uh certain products or I should say ingredients all at once. I don't want you guys to be overwhelmed cuz mm. this can be so overwhelming by taking all this information and trying to do it all at one time. That is not what we want you to do. What we want you to do is take what we, what you hear from us and just start. Sometimes you just need to take one little thing and change it and then gradually change things over time because we know that it is challenging to try to do everything to make your body 100%. It's just not going to happen. Plus, we want this to be realistic. You know, we want we want realistic goals for you guys. We want you to feel your best self. So we're going to give you five easy tips when we come back that's going to help calm some of that inflammation in your body. And I think you'll be very surprised at some of the things that you could do immediately. We love a solution. Yes, we're going to definitely give you solutions. We'll be right back. Brown Women Wellness' mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, Functional Nutrition Wellness Coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. Okay, so.
1: Oh, all right. Well, let's start with step one. Okay. So one of the first things you can do to calm some of that inflammation that's chronic uh, it's to cut the processed meats, um, especially red meats. Now, let me just say this: I love red meat. I think I like red meat more than I like chicken. Like I can eat, <gasps> I can eat steak, bison, any cut of steak, lamb, <laughs> lamb. I like all of it. Um, and I like beef bacon. And I have noticed, I've cut back on that quite a bit, and I've noticed the difference. Um, and so if you're a red meat lover like me, you know, this gets cute because, you know, you just like what you like. But tell us tell us why cutting back on that well, is a I mean, solution.
0: Well, I mean, first of all, uh, it's processed meats we're mostly talking about. What good, do you mean by a, red so processed a good ste- meat? Hold on a second. A good steak, you know, you know processed meat is that meat that, you have to add things too to make it what it is. I like a hamburger. Okay, hamburgers, believe it or not, is a processed meat because they are grinding up the beef and they're adding things to it, and it becomes processed. Uh, as opposed to a steak, you is all meat, so a steak is not processed. Bacon is processed, and everybody loves bacon. Okay, but bacon is processed because. In order to make the bacon, they have to grind up meat to make the bacon. So, And then they add things to it. It's all those additives that they add to it that makes it become a processed meat. So all I'm saying to you is cut back. I didn't say cut out. I said cut back. I have an 80-20 rule on stuff. So if you can take this and instead of eating bacon every day, instead of eating a hamburger two or three times a week, a steak, why not just have red meat maybe once a week or maybe twice? Maybe if it's all you're eating meat, only meat you're eating is red meat, then twice a week. That's my 80-20 rule. Okay, so, I mean, so bacon and burgers and sausages, though, those are processed meats. Those are the ones we want you to cut back on because, Studies have shown that it is a risk. Uh, in America, in America, this red meat causes inflammation in your body, especially colorectal cancer, and it's on the rise. So, eating too much red meat can be bad for your health. Uh, it's just, just I mean, it's great. We love it, but cut back on it. That's all we're saying. Okay. okay? Next is the gut. Oh, I'm sorry. The gut is still part of the red meat. Cut back on sodium intake. Salt. That's number two. Number two. Whew. This is a big one because salt is in everything. If it comes in a can, a box, a bag, <laughs> it's got sodium in it. Okay. In addition to the salt that you add to your food. So sodium is used to preserve food and we eat about, Three thousand four hundred milligrams of sodium per day when the the guidelines is only twenty three hundred milligrams per day, which is about guess what? One teaspoon of salt per day. Yes. And that's what they recommend. One teaspoon of salt per day. One teaspoon of salt is less than twenty three hundred
1: milligrams. But that's still like That's tw- what
0: they recommend. Twenty three
1: hundred milligrams. Mm-hmm. Um to put it in context, um, like if you like uh, Wingstop, I found this out recently. If you like Wingstop, the lemon pepper wings to be exact, one wing, and you know, they're like not the whole wing. It's like a drum or a flat. So even one of those is 210 milligrams per wing. Typically, you order those in like orders of five or ten just because that's just how they come, or upwards. So if you do 210 times five times ten and you about eating about eight nine wings, that's and that's in one setting. So let's say you eat Wingstop for dinner. Whatever you have for lunch, and breakfast, and snacks yeah, plus plus the fries you have with you've the, you've maxed out beyond this yeah. so called recommended this, but, this this level. And so
0: but the bottom line is salt is salt. By the way, there are some people who argue with me, and they'll say, "Well, I eat a good salt. Um, I should be fine." You know, pink Himalayan Himalayan salt, the uh, sea salts they're still salt. Regardless of what kind of salt it is, it's salt. So sodium creeps up on us very easily because it's in everything. Guys, read the back of the packages, read your ingredients and you'll see sodium, you'll see it on there. If you pay attention to what you're eating, you you can cut back on that sodium intake. That's number 2, okay? So and and by the way, the three food groups that has the most sodium in it is grains which is your grain-based frozen meals like soups and breads and pizzas and all those salty breads. And then we have meats, poultry and fish contributed 28% of our daily sodium. And then, believe it or not, vegetables have a lot of sodium, especially if you buy them in a bag or you buy them in a can or you buy them frozen. They use sodium to preserve the food. That's why it's in everything. They don't use it so much to... For you to taste good, that's, there, that's too. but it also is a preservative, just so you know. Okay. Oh, and one last thing we have to add about sodium, and everybody already probably noticed, but it does add to high blood pressure. <laughs> so that's another reason to cut back. So all those things are, sodium is just one of the biggies for inflammation. Uh, so cut back on sodium. Then here's number three. There's something you can do to help your inflammation, and it's add cruciferous, am I saying that right, Keela? Cruciferous greens. Green, greens. Green, (laughs) green. The darker the green, the more, the better it is for beating inflammation. And the recommended daily intake of greens, guys, is two cups per day. Two cups of greens. How many people do you know get two cups of greens per day? Well, you some will tell. Well,
1: yeah, I definitely do because I do green powders and I eat a lot of green stuff. But some people would say, Oh, I do matchas and I do, um, I get my daily whatever they get green from different places. But really, what we're talking about is the whole green plant. Like, we're yeah, talking, yeah, you can get a powder <laughs> that's
0: why, right? Well, you know, you
1: can get a powder, it can help, it's better than not, but you can't solely depend on that alone. To get your
0: greens. No, your we're green, talking leafy greens here. Greens. We're talking leafy greens. So, you know how you go and you, when you're shopping in the grocery store, in the outside aisle, that's where all your greens are, okay? If they're not frozen. So, they're gonna be in the outside aisle. You're gonna see broccoli, broccoli sprouts, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, green cabbage, red cabbage, collard greens, mustard greens, kale. Swiss chard, watercress. Those are the greens that we're talking about here. Those are the greens you want to get two cups. And we discussed this on our last episode on how to get those greens in by freezing them and throwing them into your smoothie where you don't even taste them. Okay? If you have to do it that way you know, to ensure that you're getting your greens, just try that method Uh, we're going to have an upcoming episode or we'll have a video on our website showing you how to do those actual greens and get them into your smoothie if you don't feel like you're going to get them in your meal. Of course, and it's better not to overcook them too. Another thing we have a tendency to do is overcook our greens. We have a tendency to cook them until the cows come calling, okay? You're cooking out all of the nutrients when you do that. The best way to eat them, believe it or not, is steamed. If you're not going to have them raw, which is the best way, The next best way to have your greens is to steam them because you're leaving in those nutrients, okay? But um, greens come in uh, all kinds of ways. You'll find them. The darker the green, the more nutrients you're getting. Just remember that. The darker it is, the more you're getting. All right, number four. Oh, I thought you wanted to do number four. (laughs) Okay, number four is ditching the seed oils. Now, this is a biggie, too. Oil is in everything. Oil becomes rancid. Now let's think about this oil for a minute. Let's think about the. You see on the shelf, you'll see canola oil. is a big one, almost in everything. Do you know what a canola is? Have you ever seen a That's canola? That's a good question. Okay. I have no
1: idea what a canola is. Because nobody does. I know what a canola is. Those was no.
0: excellent. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is a word that was made up to incorporate all kinds of little tiny seeds canola oil is. So think about a sunflower seed. Canola oil is a mixture of corn, safflower, sunflower, soy, and sometimes vegetable oils all mixed together. That's what canola is. Now, imagine trying to get oil out of a sunflower. You know what a little sunflower seed look like? I think, I think in, imagine a press. Imagine say. trying to press oil out of that. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? Though? What I'm trying to say is... Those oils aren't good though, even though they've been marketed as great? Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. It's hmm. full of what is called omega-6 which is bad for your body. Okay, Because omega-6 triggers the body to produce pro-inflammatory chemicals. And almost everything we're high in omega-6 in our diet. Okay, so... I want you guys to stay away from corn oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, soy, and quote-unquote, they call it vegetable oil that has no vegetables in it. Can we do avocado? Avocado oil is, is a better oil. I
1: love
0: avocado oil. Avocado oil is a better oil. If you're going to do an oil, you're going to do your olives, you're going to do avocado. Those are your better oils. But, but I'm, I'm talking seed oils here. And let me just tell you why. We called, just, just real quick. They get rancid, right? It's the it, it, so if it's what do you ran- mean by that rancid? So what happens is these oils, because they are manufactured and the way they are produced, you know how you get sometimes you open up stuff and it's separated mm-hmm. and you'll see the oil at the bottom mm-hmm. and okay and at the top. So what's what's happening is it it has the shelf life on it doesn't last very long. And so when they're producing these oils, they get rancid very quickly, which means they're already rancid. Rancid the, means going bad, Going right? bad. Yeah, they're already bad on the shelf. So imagine putting that in your body. Now your body is going to have rancid oil inside of it, and it creates infl- inflammation into your body. So this is why you want to—and gonna and tell you something. Every time you go to a fast food restaurant, I hate to tell you guys this, because we love—I know in Chicago, Harold's Chicken is very popular, some of those places— They are cooking with cheap seed oil. So if you're going to do that, just know that. I'm not telling you guys not to do it because you're going to do it anyway. A lot of people will. But if you're going to do that, just know what you're doing. Know that, hey, don't do it every day. If you got to go out every day and eat, you don't want to eat those things every day because all you're doing is creating inflammation in your body. That's all I'm saying. Just cut back on it as much as possible. But... Your vegetable oils—they—they—they they, they are not good for you. And like, and like Akila just said, some of the oils that you could use in place of that is coconut oil, mm-hmm. extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, and macadamia nut has an oil.
1: Um, we talked about this in old brown wellness episodes, but mm-hmm. you want to be careful when you use, especially extra virgin olive oil. How you use it—you're not supposed to fry foods in virgin olive oil. All that stuff. Actually, extra virgin olive oil is almost like an additive at the end of certain dish- dishes, uh, traditionally speaking. But be careful not to fry your food in that because that, that oil does not have a high smoke point. And what happens is that it's already rancid once it hits a certain heat level. And when you start adding your foods in that oil, it's, it's already no good and it's just not good for you. So be careful with how you use, especially, I'm only talking about extra virgin olive oil.
0: Correct. And then, okay. and on the shelf, you'll find, it's a little confusing. Have you guys noticed how, and we talked about this before too, but how you go to the oil shelf in the grocery store now, all you see if all virgin, extra virgin or olive oil is taken up over three-fourths of mm-hmm. the oil out, okay? Mm-hmm. And see, it's not
1: all made the same. It's not. But you would have no way as a regular consumer like us, we have no way truly knowing Which one is better than the other? It's so many daggone extra virgin olive oils out there. Listen, I stick to avocado oil. Not only does it have a high smoke point, which means if you wanted to you could go ahead and fry your fish and your chicken or whatever else you're doing in that. Yeah. Um. But it also it doesn't have a weird taste. Like It doesn't, doesn't smell weird. It's at a decent price point. And to me, it's just an overall decent. I've never tried macadamia oil. I'm, I haven't even seen that. Think,
0: think about the macadamia nuts. So that'll give no, you an idea. I get that, but I just
1: don't even know where I
0: would find I, You only that. find that at a health food store Home or something goods, like
1: that. Home you know how they have it? TJ they Maxx do, and all that. And they They do. Those Different they do. oils.
0: They do. Yeah. They do. We could do a whole uh, podcast on oils, but we're not going to do that.
1: <laughs> uh, the Number last five. One. The last one that you can do to reduce the inflammation in your body is reduce your stress levels. Because <laughs> stress can be toxic. It can kill. We know all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, And you know what? Speaking personally, like, I've been under a lot of stress lately. And I have. You know, it's funny because when you get younger, you never really think, like what stress can really do until you get older. And truly, truly, truly stress, and it manifests for different people in different ways, can attack your body in such a way that you think that there is something wrong going on with you and really you're just stressed out like mm-hmm. you know these weird aches and pains you feel in your chest or mm-hmm. your arm or you know why is this feeling all of that if you think about where you are in your life and what's really causing you trouble and on a consistent basis that is called chronic stress and that will definitely lead to inflammation of all those Pains. That's inflammation caused by stress. Stop stressing as much as you possibly can.
0: Yeah, prolonged stress leads to um, hyper-psychological levels of cortisol. So everybody's got—cortisol is a hormone, and it it puts you in that fight-or-flight state when you're stressed out. Mm -hmm. So you want to be—you know, and and what can you do to eliminate some of the stress? Oh, I have
1: some great ideas. Oh, let's hear them. So— I did. So I was under a very high cortisol level like no matter what I would try to do it just I would always be my stress levels just would not go down. And you can't
0: sleep either when I, you're under those. Sleep was uh, a
1: really bad one yeah, for me and yeah. I mean everybody needs sleep but me specifically I have learned that if I don't get it doesn't have to be 8 10 hours all that it doesn't have to be all that but it just needs to be a good quality of sleep, I don't operate the best. Like, my anxiety can get higher, right? So, I don't know. I was sitting down one day, and I was tired of being stressed out. Like, even though I didn't even want to be stressed anymore, I was like, okay, I'm trying to let this go. But this just... It just wouldn't stop. And so for me, I can have like ruminating thoughts. And I'm, I know I'm not the only one where your mind just no, wants to attach abs- absolutely, to. Absolutely, not alone. And it's always negative, right? Yeah, right? So your mind wants to attach to something negative just for a control because when you're stressed out, what you're really thinking is that you're not controlling whatever it is that you're, you know, you're stressed about when really, you know, control is an illusion. But anyway, so it's like, okay, what can I do? So I did in a meditation so we talked about this before in some of our uh, previous episodes but Mm -hmm. there's an app called Insight Timer Mm -hmm. and it's a meditation app and it's, it's guided meditations there's music meditations there's uh, uh, challenges for uh, meditation. If you have a difficulty with, you know, I said, I can't meditate like one of my friends, like I just can't do that. My mind goes everywhere. Everybody's mind goes everywhere. You have to strengthen it you have to learn how to meditate. But anyway, this particular thing that I did was a whole body reset. It was 45 minutes. I told, I told my mother about this. Ooh, it was 45 minutes. minutes. But that's how, that's how I knew that I, I was so over it and so over feeling weird and stressed out and calm, trying to calm down. My body just wouldn't do it. So I had to put myself on the couch. I put my headphones on. I did it 45 minutes. Let me tell you something. Did it reset you? Let me tell you something. Reset is not even the word. I, first of all, I went to heaven even though I wasn't dead. <laughs> That's a whole nother story for another day because the guy had me talk you know, you floating or oh, you floating. listen, he said, okay, imagine that you're like at the water and you got the sounds in the background. and the thing about meditation is that in light, there's frequencies. And so he has certain frequencies playing in the background that would hit to the subconscious. So I'm just sitting there, and he's telling me what to do in my mind. So it's keeping my mind focused on what he's telling me to do and I'm not, you know, wandering off and thinking about other things and I'm floating to the air and I'm dancing in blues and greens and I'm meeting my <laughs> higher self and these angels and these guys and, 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 and you know, consciously I'm like, what the cool. hell? Right. Like, and consciously I'm like, okay, but I'm actually doing it. Like, I can visualize it anyway. And oh, that's
0: key right there what you just said. I did. You visualize it. And what it. he does is
1: he helped, he helped me to get into the visualization mode. Like, yeah. okay. it, you just don't close your eyes and get there. You have to breathe You have to kind of just be still Mm -hmm. and you have to be, again, guided meditation. Right. I got up off that couch. It was almost like everything that I was stressed about or, you know, all those, those feelings and all that just went away. So I felt like my old regular self.
0: So you're saying that meditation is a key can actually help you de-stress yourself. It
1: can de-stress. It can change your life. So, so Or since reset
0: your body, maybe? It, well,
1: that one was for a body reset Okay. because I was experiencing my stress in my body. Okay. And I just was getting tired of it. So that one was for a body, cle- they called it a clearing. Okay. Right? Okay. So then after that, I started doing smaller, smaller meditation because they don't have to be 45 minutes. Right, right. So I did like 5, 15, 20, and I've been meditating every day since. That was right before the new year. Right. Every single day since. And it has shaped and changed how I'm showing up for myself with stress and just everyday life and all that jazz so meditation there you have it I don't care how it is you can actually be up and meditate do you know that? Yes. You don't have to be eyes closed, sitting there yeah. some own like you don't have to do all
0: that. Like Oh, I've seen people talking to people. Have you seen some of those in the meditative TV shows? and they yeah. and they're sitting there and they be sitting on their couch and they're not saying anything to you and you're just regular talking to them because they meditating? Yeah. Yeah, they have tuned it you gets out. To the, <laughs> yeah. It gets to the point where you do it so well mm-hmm. where you can just get
1: into a meditative state. That's kind of where I wanna be. Mm-hmm. Because I think we are just overwhelmed with I know I didn't got it on a tangent, but this is important because mm-hmm. a lot of us are walking around chronically stressed yes. and don't realize yes. it. Yes. Which is causing all these other kind of issues yes. that we talked about yes. earlier in this episode. Yes. So if you can't do anything else, de stress yourself. Yes. And you have to be intentional about it. I do it in the morning with some tea. Yeah. Or a cup of calm tea at night. Yes. And it to me is one of the best parts of my days. And
0: it's really almost like meditation is almost prayerful too. It's almost like praying. Yeah. Because a lot of times what happens is I'll be meditating and I'll find myself in such a stance, I'll just start I just feel like I could say I break out into a a prayer, you know, because you you feel that gratitude. Yeah, you feel it. And so and a lot of people say they can't meditate. I'm here to tell you there is nobody that's got more things going on in their head than I do. And if I can meditate anybody can anybody. meditate. Well honestly <laughs> anybody
1: can meditate. It's
0: It's, it's practice. So you do have to practice, practice it. It's ha- practice. Yeah, you have to do it often. Get the app that she's talking about it's which is called in- Insight. We'll put Insight it in our- timer. we'll put it in our show notes. Get that app Every morning, get the oh, and get some air pods. Uh, yeah, get
1: something that will drown out anything else yeah, around you. That helps Any a lot. Any kind of headphones will do. Yeah. Uh, it does help to cancel it out and just try. And sometimes I'll just sit there and I'll just be like, I'm not feeling it today, but I just keep going. Yeah. You know, because it's actually still doing something for you subconsciously, even if you don't feel like you've gotten the full benefits yes. of it. There's a benefit in
0: just sitting still. This morning, I did my uh, meditational financial abundance that I used to do. I remember started doing it about five years ago, and I noticed I started my life changed tur- tur- took a dramatic turn. Yeah, and so I said, "Let me go back." I went in out into my apps and found that old app, and I said, "Let me listen to that." I think I even sent you the text on it. it you it, sent me
1: it, a, 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 a soliloquy a, a, okay. a book. I couldn't. <laughs> it was could not, long. It was long. I but said, no. <laughs>
0: but that was the written version yeah. of the audio version. But nevertheless, and then one more thing I want to touch on: grief. Grief is mm-hmm. grief is big right now. Uh there is 2022 we're losing so many people close to us and um we're walking around in in just profound grief. I have a colleague that um uh, I shared um the sharing I shared something with her this morning. We had a very long conversation and she said, "You know, I look good, I talk good, and I show up for people when I want to, but Inside, I'm I'm dark, uh-huh. you know, and and it's grief. And I asked her, I said, "Have you ever leaned into your grief? Have you actually grieved?" Well, no, because I have two kids and I have to show up for them. That's something that we have a tendency to do: is put ourselves last uh-huh. instead of putting ourselves first and grieve. I'm I'm a big. I had to learn this myself because grief shows up in people different mm-hmm. ways, and grief will cause stress. Yes. And so you want to keep that cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone, you guys. It's a stress hormone. And it's a stress hormone. And when it gets high, you can't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. You can't think. There's just so many things going on in your body, and it's setting yourself up for the inflammation, which sets yourself up for sickness.
1: And Alcohol and overeating won't get you out of that state, baby. Say it loud for the people in the back. The alcohol. Take it from a person (laughs) who has done it and failed. Yes, alcohol will keep you up at night. (laughs) Overeating will not get you out of your state. It is a temporary, very temporary fix. It don't even take you through the night. And honestly. Um, if you really are stressed, like really, really, really stressed out, it will no, it won't even work. No, no, no. It'll actually be the quite opposite very yes. quickly, and will get you in a heightened sense of uh, panic yes. and yes. overwhelm. So take it from me. Try your very best to not do that. Yeah, the you know, person
0: that I was speaking to today t- this morning was telling me that she took. Uh, two shots of tequila, some Tylenol mm-hmm. uh, PM, mm-hmm. and she took a a, a, a CBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh,
1: she was trying to. She float was try- on And guess her. what?
0: And guess what? She woke up in the middle of the night anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't work. It
1: doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, it's a prolonged practice. So, yeah, it, uh, de-stressing is a practice. Just like stress can happen over time. De-stressing has to happen over time. There's nothing that's just going to magically work and then you're just de-stressed. Yeah. You have to practice these things daily to get yourself Absolutely. back into alignment.
0: Absolutely. So now you guys know all about inflammation. You know a few things you can do about it. Now, in upcoming episodes, we're going to get more in-depth about this stuff. We're going to go more in-depth about your food choices, recipes, and ways to calm inflammation down through food. And on our next episode, we're going to talk about how to make the anti-inflammation salad salad savory so that you can eat want to eat one every day so we're going to have those things coming up we appreciate you guys for listening today and we have episode coming up uh, number i think number three Mm -hmm. remember we drop a new episode every two weeks Okay, every other week, rather. I'm sorry. Every other Thursday. Every other Thursday, you get a brand new episode. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, Keila, tell them, them what find to do. You can find us everywhere, Brown Woman
1: Wellness, online, Instagram, Facebook group is Brown Woman Wellness. Uh, we have a weekly newsletter that we're sending out, um, not only to remind everyone about the podcast, but also just giving out tips and things like that. You can uh, sign up for that on our website. We can also have the sign up for the newsletter and our show notes wherever you listen to this podcast. We're working on a couple of different things that we want to get out there to you guys. So just stay in the know by signing up for the newsletter so that you can always be the first to find out.
0: And with that, we're out.
1: Peace. Thank you for listening to Living Inflammation Free, sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. If you want to know more about us and our podcast, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com or livinginflammationfree.com. Join our Facebook group at Living Inflammation Free and coming soon, our Brown Women Wellness community group. And remember, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Please always follow your doctor's advice.
0: And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode and please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.
1: Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness or at Living Inflammation Free. As always, show notes with links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box. Talk soon, babes.